Hi, I'm Courtney Lundeen, and welcome to the Elevate Motherhood podcast. Do you find yourself wishing you could have more moms, sisters, and friends encouraging you and pouring into you, inspiring you to live as the mom God has called you to be? Too often, our culture minimizes the role of motherhood, but I believe that being a mom is a high calling, and we're answering the call and stepping up to the plate. I love simplicity and efficiency, habits and routines, but my favorite part of life is being a mom. If you want practical strategies to lighten your load, simplify your life, let some things be easy, and make room for what matters most, you're in the right place. I'll remind you that every blessing and provision is God's and help you reflect that mindset in your homes and to your families. Thanks for joining me, friend. I'm glad you're here. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Elevate Motherhood podcast. Today, we are talking about how to simplify your life and get organized, lighten your load in 2024 or whenever you're listening to this episode. So there's a million ways we can approach this conversation and stay tuned for future episodes if you want to hear all one million ways because that is one of the main themes of the Elevate Motherhood podcast and we have a lot of good episodes coming up. So today we're going to focus on three main parts of your life. So we're going to talk about physical, mental, and calendar. We're going to go through how to get organized in those three areas by decluttering and then strategizing and automating what we can. I have a free guide on my website that is called Simple Life Starter Pack, and it is pretty. It's a PDF, and it has worksheets and lots of details. So if you want to go find that, that's what this episode is sort of based on. So go ahead and listen here, and then if you want to print it out or see the PDF that goes with it, I will put that link in the show notes, or you can find it easily at CourtneyLundeen.com. So First, I know a lot of you are practical people like me, and we don't particularly like when someone tells us to brainstorm or write this down. We are just like, give us the next step. (laughs) And I hear you. I am built that way too. But the more I learn about life and goal setting and actually creating what we want our precious lives to look like when we have to make a change, I've become a more firm believer in actually taking a second to think about what you want name it, write it down, tell your spouse, tell your best friend, then most importantly, pray about it. Talk to God about it. Let him direct your steps. Use that thought and that want as a guide to make sure your day-to-day is getting you in the direction of what you are wanting and praying for. Otherwise, you may just be wandering aimlessly and that's not what we want right now. So how that applies to this episode is I want you to think of 2024 or whatever this upcoming change you want to make, even if it's not the first of the year, and name some priorities to you. What is most important to you? You can have more than one thing, but you can't really have like 20 right now, things that are most important. I want you to just think of what's most important. It should be pretty easy to answer this. What is a priority to you? And then now we are going to organize our lives so that our lives will reflect those priorities. So if you're thinking someone's, something is a priority, but your life doesn't really look like that, nobody would know that, that's a problem. And that's what we're going to change. So we're going to shift or automate or get rid of whatever's in the way. And we're going to streamline and try to make our lives reflect that in an easy way. So 
thinking of your priorities, and we will take that with us as we go through these three areas. First up is physical clutter and organizing our physical spaces. So here's another thinking exercise, but this is an easy one. Think of a place that feels relaxing to you, like a spa or a hotel room or your best friend's house or your parents' house. Where do you feel peaceful and relaxed? Now think, why does that place feel relaxing? Maybe there's natural light, peaceful music, an unhurried host, food and drink available, uncluttered spaces, comfortable seating. You're thinking of a place that makes you feel peaceful and why that feels peaceful to you. Then quickly see if anything comes to mind about how you could make your home feel more like that. Maybe even write it down or jot it into a note on your phone so you don't forget. Maybe this is something kind of easy that you've never really thought about before and you're like, oh, Maybe if I ask my Alexa device to play music at home, that will make me feel more peaceful. That was so easy and free and something that you can do. So if anything quickly comes to mind, write that down. Next, I want you to think about what times does your home not feel relaxing? So maybe it's when you can't find something you're looking for or you have a giant paper pile on your kitchen counter or you have dusty shelves or dirty floors. Anything you can think of here that makes you feel not relaxed. Think about that. And then now we want to find solutions for those things. So maybe some quick ideas are you can find an exact place for everything in your home. So you always know where to find things or thinking of like your morning routine or you're getting out the door for school routine. Maybe even just starting there. Do everything I need for that stressful time have an exact spot in my house. that I know where to find it. So if you're thinking of your whole home, that might sound hard and it might take some work, but it's actually not hard to do. It's actually easy, but it does take work. So you just wouldn't put scissors in a random spot every time you find them. You put them exactly where the scissors go. And you can help the rest of your family by putting things in the exact place and teaching them to put things in the exact place. So that eliminates your spouse or your kids having to constantly ask you where things are. That's frustrating for them as much as it's frustrating for you. Give everything a spot And all of you keep putting this thing in that spot and then they will know where to find it. So it sounds basic, but it's really so helpful if you can just do that. And like I said, yes, you can do your whole house at once. But if you just even want to start with like morning routine and having every single thing involved, have a spot or whatever time is stressful. Maybe it's dinner time and you need to have all your things that involve dinner time routine in an exact spot. So people can you can delegate and people can help you. Um, Another thing I love. And if you follow me on Instagram, you have seen it there but you can create a physical to-do list drawer. It is a drawer or a cabinet in the main area of your home that is mostly empty at all times, and you put things in that drawer that need to be tended to. It's your physical to-do list, something that needs to be put back where it belongs, or an invitation that you need to RSVP or buy a gift for, things like that. At least once a week, you're emptying that whole entire physical to-do list, tying up all the loose ends, and finishing that list. The physical to-do list works for me because I can close that drawer, not look at the physical clutter in my line of sight, but I also know that it frees up my mental space too because I know I will empty it every few days. So I don't have to keep thinking, I need to get this done, I need to get that done. I just know, okay, I put it in the physical to-do list drawer, I will get to it so I can stop thinking about it right now and I know I will do it on Sunday or whatever. Even just decluttering... um, a few areas of your home from trash or things that you know you don't need so you don't have to make all the hard decisions if you're not ready and don't overthink it. Just walk around your house and get rid of things that are trash or things that you know you don't need anymore, you don't want anymore. That will make your home feel so much lighter. There's a term called visible visual noise 
and it is basically the opposite of being in a peaceful room. It's just where you look around and you see stuff everywhere, especially if it's tied to something you need to do. It's physical clutter that makes your mind cluttered. It's noise and it gets in the way of peace. So I have lots of tips on how to reduce this, but just think about that in now. And as you're continuing this episode, what are things you can do to reduce your physical clutter, visual noise, and get things out of your mind based on your surroundings? So you've got this. I have lots of resources, like I said. So head to my website or stay tuned at the end of this episode. I will tell you more ways I can help. This is the kind of stuff I love thinking about. And if you don't love it or love researching it, you can just steal all my tips and help yourself in an efficient and streamlined way. That's why I'm here. So Next, we are talking about mental decluttering and mental organization. So first, I want to give you permission to give yourself some grace. As our body changes during pregnancy and after birth and raising kids, your brain actually really does change. So you hear people say mom brain and forgetfulness, and that is a real thing. And I want to tell you that it is okay and it's actually good. The gray matter, which is part of your brain that helps recall certain words, it reduces permanently in pregnancy (laughs) and surrounding birth. So brains mom or mom brains there we go mom brains positively change to include heightened capacity to stay calm in stressful situations enhanced vigilance to potential dangers and other ways that lead to secure warm and protective relationships with our children so give yourself grace get over the mom brain. This is actually a great thing and we can feel empowered by that and also just use some tips to help ourselves out. So one easy way we're going to do that is to just write some stuff down. Get things out of your mind and onto your to-do list or onto your calendar. This is truly a sleep tip too. Writing things down before bed so you know you can handle it the next day will help you to rest more easily. If you're constantly thinking of your to-do list, it's hard to sleep. So I use the Note app on my iPhone and I literally have a to-do note and I just write stuff down. And if I need to remember something or if I need to do something, I just write it in my notes app and I have notes for so many things. You can also open that app and then swipe down and it gives you like a search bar. So you can search by the word in your note and you can easily find whatever it is that you're needing to recall, even passwords. I love the iPhone shared calendar. My husband and I have a shared calendar It makes our lives so much better and it frees up a lot of mental clutter. So send me an email if you need help setting up a shared calendar. I'm going to make a step-by-step guide for that soon, but I can help you in the meantime. So for mental automation and organization, think of some sticking points in your life that are frustrating or stressful and step back mentally and think, how can I let this be easier? How can I minimize this frustration? Am I subscribing to unnecessary rules and making something harder on myself than I have to? Thinking that way really changed things for me. Like thinking, why do I put this pressure on myself? This is not even a real rule. This is not even something I have to do. Um, Or you could think, how can I do it differently or do it ahead of time? And changing this not as another chore, but as a gift to yourself. For example, maybe you have identified that every morning when your kitchen counters are cluttered and you haven't prepped your coffee pot, it makes it harder to get out of bed and you start off the day feeling behind. But now that you have taken a second to identify that, you can choose to clear off the counters, prep your coffee pot before bed, not as a chore, but because you want to bless your future self. Then your mental space is more freed up because you've done something ahead of time, taken out a roadblock for yourself, and you're starting your day in a more peaceful mindset. You can do this in lots of ways now that you're thinking along these lines. I also want to give you a little mental attitude pep talk. So 
I am not a psychologist or a counselor. Please refer to those people. I am just think of like me as like a big sister or a friend pep talk. So this is what I want to tell you. If you've made it through all of this and you're thinking, Courtney, this mental load is way more than like a to-do list that's busy. My circumstances are things that are so heavy and stressful and things I can't change. This little guide isn't going to be enough for what I'm dealing with. And I hear you if that is you. I have been there. And first, I want to say, can you think of your circumstances as a season? Each season changes. Even if a fact is true for a moment, it may not be true forever. Something about your season will change. The blow will soften. Find something une- something unexpected might happen that could dramatically change things in a positive direction. Find something positive in your current circumstance and hold on to that. You've heard that thankfulness and gratitude is such a gift to yourself. If you can find something positive, even amidst something heavy, hold on to that. Hope will save your mind and put your hope in the one that can save you. Even facts on earth are subject to change. Things change all the time. God's word doesn't change. You can learn it and hold on to it with confidence, and you can let that be your anchor when everything else feels out of control. My pastor, Craig Groeschel, says, your life moves in the direction of your strongest thoughts. Sometimes we can't completely block the thought that comes in, but we can choose the thoughts that we replay over and over in our minds. We can listen to or read things that align with our prayers and the lifestyle that we want. We can speak words that align with our prayers. If our minds don't feel strong enough to do this, which I've been there, you can use your physical physical body to distract yourself from a negative thought spiral. So can you distract yourself with a positive conversation or a positive hobby? We can let God know we are trying to really believe his promises are true for us. Be honest and have a conversation with God. He cares for you and he is a source of hope. So you're not alone. God is there. Um, Dr. Carolina Leaf is a neuropsychologist and she says our thoughts become trenches. So when a tractor drives down a path over and over again, that be- that path becomes the easiest path for it to go down. So it's not going to drive down the grass. Next time it's going to go down that dirt path that has become a trench. And if we are intentional about choosing what we replay over and over and over in our mind, that will become the easiest path for your thoughts to go down. So she has books and everything. Her name is Dr. Caroline Leaf, but she teaches you to kind of dig your own trenches and create whatever you want your thoughts to go down, what you want the easiest path to be. You can help create that for yourself and obviously letting the creator of the universe dig your trenches use God's word to dig the trenches in your brain so finding the positive in our circumstances and thinking about that as much as possible count your blessings as much as possible have hope as much as possible if there's something you want to change do your best to change it you can do hard things when I think about who might be listening to these episodes I just think like What if someone is listening who doesn't have a good mom or a good sister or a good friend to speak in her life? And that's why I'm here, honestly, at the core. I'm really not an expert in any way. I just have a heart for encouraging people, especially moms. So maybe God has you listening here to this episode because he cares so much about you. And he wants you to know that and he wants you to have hope moving into this next chapter of your life and some little tangible tools that can get you there and a little pep talk that can help you get there. So... With that, we are already moving on to the final section of this episode, which is calendar decluttering and automation. As we move forward to simplify our lives, we have to address our calendar and commitments. I'm always trying to give myself margin in all areas of my life, but especially with my schedule. There is a practical way to lighten your load in life in 2024, and it is using your calendar. If you are pressed for time, you are more likely to be frustrated and stressed. It is just a fact. Have you ever tried to do anything and rush a toddler? It is nearly impossible and it is a recipe for disaster for everyone involved. 
Take my word for it, give your schedule some margin, and your life will feel more simple. As your seasons of life change, your commitments can change too. So I want you to think about this. Every time you say yes to something, you are saying no to something at the same time. Once I started thinking this way, it made it easier for me to make decisions. Is saying yes and volunteering for the PTO at school worth saying no to being able to take your daughter to dance every Wednesday? Maybe it is, maybe it's not. That's for you to decide. The point is you are in charge of your schedule and you are in charge of deciding what you're saying yes and what you're saying no to. So here's another thinking exercise. Think about some things that you're currently saying yes to. Consider what those things are causing you to say no to at the same time. This will empower you to make decisions that reflect your priority, have some bravery, and stick up for your priorities, and you can say no to some things, even if that means telling someone some hard news that you're out on this season of life. Like I said, everything is a season. Maybe you'll be back to something and it will become a priority at a different season of your life. By this point, we're getting more and more clear on naming those priorities. So now let me ask you, are there things you want to add to your life? Like we started at the beginning, is your life reflecting your priorities? Is there something you need to add to your life? More of what matters to you. We are going to use a little trick called habit stacking. That means you're going to stack the new thing you want to do on top of something you already do. So if you want to start giving your kids 10 minutes of undivided attention in the morning before school, after everyone eats breakfast, which you already do, set a 10-minute timer for mommy playtime. Once the timer goes off, everyone gets dressed and ready for school, which is something else you already do. So you're not trying to create a whole new routine or fit something new into your life. You're just stacking it with things you already do, stacking it with the habits you already have. I hope that helps. Another trick is that you can invest your time. So really, you can, and this is a cool concept for me to think about. Taking time to plan ahead can actually save you time in the long run. So you may think, I don't have time to sit down and make a plan, but when you do, you're giving yourself more time later on. So you're investing your time. So using a calendar, digital or paper, take some time each week to look ahead at what you wanna do, where you need to be, things you need to buy, food you wanna make. Operating at the last minute is exhausting and stressful. So bless yourself with a few minutes each week to stay ahead of things. I once heard that meal planning is just deciding what you're going to eat ahead of time. It's the same thing you already do. You have to decide eventually what you're going to eat. You are going to make that decision, but when you just decide ahead of time and call it meal planning, even if you don't like chop the veggies ahead of time, just deciding what you're going to eat later saves you so much time and exhaustion. And it can actually save you a trip last minute to the grocery store because you already purchased everything at once. So you guys know I am a huge fan of grocery pickup and delivery. I think this is a single-handedly something that our mom's generation would be like, that sounds like a dream. And we can take advantage of that now. We should be. So also <laughs> decluttering your home, being able to find things quickly is an advantage and that can save you time too. That's another way you can invest your time is just going through the decluttering process once, then you've invested that time and now you've freed yourself up for maybe even a lifetime after that. So if you and your husband are constantly double booking yourselves or you can't make plans because you never know what's going on, get that shared calendar on the iPhone or some people like the shared Google calendar, which is very similar. So Keep thinking through this. What are some sticking parts of your week that seem tricky? Are there some times you regularly feel an onset of stress or like your patience is stretched thin? What can you do to change that? Okay, that's all I have for you today. I know that is a lot. This is kind of like a dense episode. I always want these podcasts to be worth your time. I know if you're a mom listening, your time is so precious and it is such an honor for you to listen to me. And that's why I don't want to ever waste your time. I want it to be like an investment, like we just said. So it's my goal to help moms love being moms. And it's my goal to help the kids of the world have moms who love being moms. So you are blessed. And I will tell you as many times as you need me to tell you, you're blessed. 
Like I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, if you kind of want to hear this again or just see it visually in a pretty PDF worksheet form, head to the link in the show notes for this episode or you can find this simple life starter pack at CourtneyLundin.com. It's free and I made it just hopefully to help you simplify your life and make room for your priorities. So if you want more of the physical decluttering on your home, I am here to help you with that. I have a DIY online course that you can either do 20 minutes a day as you have time, take it one room at a time, or you can knock out your whole home in a weekend if you want to. It is packed with all my tips and tricks for simplifying your life at home fostering independence for your kids, making your home a cozy and special place for you and your family and anyone else who comes into your home. So find my online course. It is there for you with a money back guarantee that you'll love it. And if you need some one-on-one help, like you're just thinking you want me to do it for you or speak directly to you about your exact home, I have now offered that because so many people have asked. So I'm offering one-on-one personal organization consultations that can do this virtually if you prefer or don't live in the OKC metro or I have a limited amount of spots for in-person organization if you live in the OKC metro. So CourtneyLundin.com, you can find it all there. Before we go, I would love to end this episode as I always do saying a prayer and a blessing for you. Dear Lord, thank you for these listeners. Thank you for the time they've invested in listening to this and receiving encouragement about their upcoming year and all the plans they have for their families. Thank you that they are prioritizing their lives and really letting their lives reflect those priorities. Help us as we attempt to do so, Lord. Let all we do honor you. In your son Jesus' name, amen. If you want more of Elevate Motherhood, be sure to click subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast. I would be so honored if you left a review and a five-star rating. Also, find Elevate Motherhood on Instagram. I'm able to share more of the day-to-day there than I can here. Thanks for being here, friends. Until next time, let's elevate motherhood.